Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for Back Down With your host, Wayne Noon, Greg big thing I right merchandise. yeah as amsr whatever it's called people yeah. like refer to each other and I don't know. Uh, it's very weird but maybe Probably one, one... That thing i mean everything else on the internet is we'd get a lot of views if we did that on twitch Probably. i'm so out of touch i am so out of touch <laughs> i am too i heard so 
other podcasts I was listening to were talking about that. I'm like, what is that? I looked it up and I saw it. I'm like, really? People sit and watch that? Yeah, I've seen it mentioned on The Daily Show before a couple of years ago. And I'm, Tosh I'm had still a, around, honestly. Yeah. Right. Daniel Tosh had a sneezing fetish guy on last night, so I'm right. pretty much sure anything is fair game at this point. God. <laughs> strange people out there. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah, I know. Hey, what? All right, so welcome everybody to Rat Salad Review. We are here. We are missing Pete Peters. He is uh, out on assignment. No, I don't know what the hell he's doing, but he's not here. And uh, he's but we're standing stuck on here. A with a sign, <laughs> Circle K. Love Rat Salad Review. A <laughs> man on the street, Pete Peters. That would be cool. We should have him uh, do some man on the street. So. There you go. He he lives in the uh, doesn't live there, but you know where he works. There's a lot of strange people out there. We, we get some good stuff. We could use some diversity too. Yeah, we could. For our viewership, we could. Maybe we get some more viewers. I think we're still we're stuck at like the 49 uh, subscribers on YouTube. We got to get some more. And I don't know how we. Yeah, still 49. Do a giveaway if we reach 69, dudes. <laughs> hey, there you go. There we go. What do we got to give away? Oh, I've got treasures. Uh, yeah, I've got some stuff I'd have to look. Uh, All right, we're going to have to start looking. Because obviously the contest I, I started a few months ago, nobody gave a shit, so. What <laughs> I heard. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if it was like 1998 or something, I guess people would care, right? Who sang on that album, by the way? Uh, Gene, um, Gene something. Right. I forget his last name. The guy that did that scream thing that everybody hated. Jim Gillette? No. Oh. Gene, Gene something. I don't remember what his name was, but he's actually on the. Um, the purgatory release. You know what purgatory purgatory is, right? Yeah, that's where we are right now. Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. I know the speed metal band Purgatory. <laughs> Tied to the tracks, but <laughs> no. I don't think that's what you're talking about. No, Purgatory was the well, Iced Earth was called Purgatory before they became Iced Earth. Oh, did not know that. So but that first Iced Earth singer is singing in on the Purgatory stuff. And I guess they re-recorded it, and he sounds totally different now. <laughs> yeah, he made up for the, all those screams that he did. Anyway, so how are you guys doing? Everybody's doing all right? Anything uh, new? No, not really. Um, pretty good. Uh, one thing I did read new in the news, though, is Gate Creepers getting ready to start recording their new album. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, actually, yes, I did see that, and I wanted to mention that to you the other day. Thanks for bringing it up. Not a problem. <laughs> I, knew you'd, I knew you'd be happy. Oh, yeah. And also, uh, Shane Umbry from Napalm Death, their bass player, just released his new project with a bunch of guests on it. Um, one of them is Snake from Voivod. See, so, yeah, oh. I told you I could work him in every show. You could, almost. <laughs> and um, they do a cover of Johnny Blade. 
by Black Sabbath from Never Say Die, and it's really good. I would actually love to hear an album of Snake doing just Black Sabbath covers. <laughs> That'd be interesting. What about you, Saxon? Anything new? Um, I found a commercial advertisement that I really like. It's the new uh, iPhone uh, commercial where they do uh, Megadeth. Yeah, that is, it's really, that is really cool. cool. Oh, yeah, yep. I've been listening when I first to that. Saw it, I'm like, what the hell? I've been listening to that remaster that they put out. You know, the new, new one, because now this is like the third time they've done it. It sounds really, really good. Why mess with the way it was? I no. Mean, I've got the original first press Japanese eight track CD, and I don't want to hear it any other way. You got exactly. I'm with you 100%. I'm telling you. Get it. No, not an eight track tape. The I version like the album that has eight tracks on it. Yeah. Without these boots being censored. Wow. Yeah, I used to have that one. And then I sold it. That was stupid. Because you'll never hear that again, probably, right? Mm-hmm. Unless they re release it on this new one. I don't know. I didn't listen to the whole thing yet. I'll, I'll stick with the combat release. I'm yep. telling you. I'm telling you. This blows it away. I don't want to hear it. I'm not going to hear it. Never. The, dr- the drums. I, I, it's, oh, my God. It just sounds so yep. good. Neither am I. I made it two tracks into that remaster of Peace Hells he did where he re-recorded some shit, and I'm done. Well, that's my- th- that was different. He remixed and remastered and redone. I don't yeah, try- you know, most of those albums. It once, he could do it again. No. He didn't do it on this. I'm telling you. I don't even think he had. I don't even think he did it. Give me the grit and the grime and the the pops and the hackles and the, you know, the scratches and the beeps and clicks, man. That's the way that album was recorded, and that's the way it should always stay. Yeah, Yeah, and, you know, I mean, Killing Is My Business is dirty, heavy, bloody, raw, in your face, haven't had a shower in three days of nutsacks, like vinegar thrash metal, you know? (laughs) Right. little overly descriptive but you know what i'm getting <laughs> i yeah i get you but i don't know i think it sounds awesome i really I, it's just another cash grab it is because it's like what i like i said it's the second time they've done it now so but you know i oh. love the, the original but I'll i just to the first song i'll see what i i'll i'll send it to you oh no i can't because i have it uh, on amazon which which now i've been using this amazon music thing and it's uh free right now because i have prime yep and then i think after that it becomes like 3.99 and i'm I'm usually not like really up with that kind of stuff because i rather own it obviously than than have mp3s and files and shit but actually it's kind of cool because i i can just look up whatever i want and it's like right there but as long as i have wi-fi because at work you know we always talk about hey i want to listen to this song that song whatever and then i can just look it right up so it's been cool like like you know I'm kind of moving into the digital world. Not really, though. I will never give up the physical product. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> I ain't going there. Yeah. Well, I know. I just, there's always... <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about that. Let's move on. <laughs> hey, I still got some things I bought from both of you, actually. That's true. Shit. I like Japanese imports, but only when it comes to recorded media. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the stuff I have is ja- is the Japanese press. Hmm. 
I don't have too many Japanese. Some. This stuff's expensive. It's worth it. It is. It never really loses value, does it? I was more talking about how it sounds, but no, it doesn't lose its value either. Uh, I mean both. I really never I really didn't know this. Dolls myself. You were talking about what? Sex dolls. Sex You said that uh, after They always look so surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no reason to be. <laughs> oh, God. Is he getting juice? He's getting juice again. This is a regular thing on the show, isn't it? Juice, juice, juice. Can we juice. Can, we, can we change his name to Juice? Yes. Juice. Or when he comes in, we'll just tell you the juice. <laughs> Hey, say hi to the people, DJ Juice. What's happening, yo? You got to get in the picture. Yo, what's up? You are now part of the show. What's up, JB? (laughs) Part of the show, my brother. (laughs) Just doing my job. (laughs) Keep it up. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. Uh, I need to get me one of those. Thirsty. (laughs) All I have is water. We don't have orange juice over here. Uh, Anyway. Let's do some news, huh? Okay. All right. Should I whisper it or should I just talk a normal voice? Should probably just talk normal. Okay. I'm kind of losing my voice, so I'm trying to save it, you know. You <clears throat> <clears throat> on that illness, huh? Yeah. Hasn't went away. Actually, the other day I got, it went away. And then yesterday I started coughing like out of nowhere all day. Mm. Doesn't want to leave. Anywho, Sanctuary will perform its 1988 debut album, Refuge Denied, in its entirety on the band's upcoming North American tour. I saw that. Yeah. Ultra cool. Ultra cool. It is cool. Is uh, Warrell Dane with them? Gotta be. Oh, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sorry. That one slipped by. <laughs> <clears throat> what? He's dead. Oh, well, I didn't know. How did you not know? I thought you were fucking with us. So did I. Oh. He yeah, just died. I haven't like... listened to a Sanctuary album in years, much less anything else. Yeah, he just died. Um, shit, it wasn't that long ago. Maybe five months ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that explains why I haven't heard about it, yeah. Yeah, he, um, I forgot well, when he died. <laughs> Ah, that sucks. I didn't know that. Yeah, so he will not be part of the uh, the, no. the show. They do have a new singer, though, and he sounds pretty good, because I saw a live thing the other day. And I'm trying to see... Well, yeah, I don't have a problem with the new singer. I just didn't know he was dead. So. Yeah, he died. Uh, Joseph Michael from Witherfall. I don't think he's recording anything with him. Well, <clears throat> from this thing, it says that they're going to you know, do this, and I don't know. It, it doesn't sound like they're going to stop the band, so they might. It's a, it's a possibility. Why not? You know, they just came back a couple years ago, and, you know, people obviously missed them because they're going to the shows, and, you know, they released that one album. It was pretty good, so. Can I make, can I make a little joke here? Go ahead. There are a few words. Two words. Laurel Dunn. <laughs> Sorry. 
Bring on the hate. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, well, if you love that one, you're going to love this one. Good old Ricky Rackman is starting up a podcast. Former Headbangers Ball Ricky Rackman launches Cat House Hollywood podcast. With even dirtier stories than Motley Crue's The Dirt, the new Cat House Hollywood podcast presents all true first-hand accounts of never-before-told stories about some of the biggest names in rock. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> what? I said pass. Really? I'll check it out. Yeah, I think well, I'll... I mean, it depends on what it is. If it's just a bunch of fucking stupid debauchery shit, I'm not that interested in it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm interested. I miss I miss uh, hearing him. You know, I'd love to have Bengus Bowl with him on it. Yeah. That was my favorite era. That's that's the one. That's when I started watching Bengus Bowl. Like I didn't really know all the other hosts. You know, all the other weird ones that didn't fit with the show. I just miss the scene. I mean, um, so do I. I was I was a I was a, a a punk crossover speed thrash you know head, but I would go down and I'd. You know, I'd cruise the clubs as a teenager, and Minneapolis had their own little thing going on. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was a microscopic Sunset Strip kind of deal. But, uh, you know, yeah. we still had our stories, too, so I'd like to hear his stories. Yeah. Yeah, it just sucks. There's, like, nothing like that anymore, you know? Right. Everybody's, uh, everybody's clean, and uh, everybody's goody two-shoes now. Thanks, Chris Holmes. Thanks a lot. What, what did he do? It was the whole decline of Western civilization farce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bastard. Made everybody clean themselves up. Unbelievable. And music hasn't been the same since. Nope. Tell me the last good album. Besides the two that we're going to talk about tonight. Uh <laughs> Boyvod, the award-winning album. Are we talking about the Sunset Strip sound, though? I mean, uh, the last couple of White Snake albums have been great. Uh, the last LA Guns album I thought was really cool, Missing Peace. Mm-hmm. Does uh, the band actually have to be from the strip or just have a sound kind of? That like sound, that sound, yeah. You know, um, I mean. Diamonds by Enforcer. I mean, that was more Motley early Motley Crue vibe-ish, but... Really? I thought that was more speed metal-ish. Eh, it's kind of a mix between the two. Yeah. I love Let's I get them on. I, I love that record, though, but it's got that kind of gritty, early 80s L.A. feel to it. Yeah. Who, Enforcer? Yeah. That, yeah. that album, Diamond, you should definitely have that. That's a yes. great record. I see them uh, being posted about a lot lately, so I'll have to check it out. <clears throat> and uh, that would probably be a good, easy get to get on the show. I'll try. Yeah, definitely. We got to hear the album first, though. I can't can't have anybody on until I hear something. Well, that one's older. All their stuff's good, though. Yeah. All right, we'll we'll try. Uh, Sepultura banned from playing in Lebanon over devil worship accusations. <laughs> Is Geraldo Rivera involved? 
Uh, no. <laughs> oh my god this is, this is ridiculous uh they're insulting oh they say accusing oh, Bruce, wait Bowell. <laughs> was they're, it satan getting pissed off <laughs> they accuse him of being devil worshippers and insulting christianity i mean when's the last time they really had an album that really kind of talked about any of that stuff even if Ever? Yeah, it's maybe the the first one, Bestial Devastation. That's yeah. about it. Morbid Visions. But that's their first EP and first album. <laughs> wow. It says Was here not uh, even a country back then? I don't know. It says here basically what we learned is that they are considered devil worshippers, that they have disrespected Christianity and that they have performed in Israel, all of which are, of course, not true. Although Sepultura has not performed in Israel before the band's classic 1993 video, Territory, which is an awesome song, by the way, was filmed in both Israel and Palestine, and it features shots of the band position, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I would never even consider them a devil-worshipping band. That's weird. Especially now. I love their food. I hate their politics. <laughs> yeah. Here's an interesting story. This would sound pretty cool if these two actually got together. Uh, Tony Iommi and Brian May. Yeah. Yeah. They could work. It'd be a very interesting yeah. record. It would be. So uh, Tony Iommi finds about 500 rips while hanging out with Brian May. And apparently... Some way, shape, or form, these are going to be released. They were saying they were going to be released. He was just going to release them on, a, I guess, on an album, or whatever. And so people could actually, like, if they like a riff that they hear, they can use it for their song. Obviously, it would cost them a fee, I would imagine. Mm. But that'd be kind of interesting. Well, if he's got 500 extra riffs lying around, I think they should do a Dark Angel album with Ron Reinhardt. Why not? Yeah. Why not? See my voice is shot. Dragon got that reference, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You guys are naming bands. I have no freaking idea. I'm so lost. <laughs> Dark Angel put out an album and on the sticker it said, uh, this amazingly crushing album, you know, incorporates four hundred and eighty seven different riffs and <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know who got around to counting them, but great album. <laughs> Time does not heal, man. I know the name. I know the name. I just never heard of it. That's my favorite one from them. I love that album. I do too. See how out of touch I am? I don't know any of these bands. Uh, I found a news. I found a news story for you, Greg. Your good oh. old yeah, your good old buddy, Vinny Vincent. Oh boy. Yeah. Did you read this? He says he got a uh, cold reception at Gene Simmons's vault event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you know, you don't feel. Terrible for him, this poor man. Oh, did you? We, what, what are they saying in that movie? You're breaking my heart, asshole. <laughs> uh, man, even uh, what we were talking about last week, it even says here uh, the the ex Kiss guitarist who famously filed multiple lawsuits against his former bandmates, alleging unpaid uh, songwriting royalties, spoke about experience. Of seeing Simmons again during an interview, 
Uh, he almost didn't want to go because when you're driving, you think, and the thing that kept coming into his mind was it's the, it's the first time I'm seeing this guy after being run over by his bus. He got ran over. No. No, I, I believe that he probably got ripped off. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure he did. We are talking about Gene Simmons, so. Yeah. That part's probably yeah. true. Right, I'm <laughs> sure. He screwed everybody. But it's just funny how, you know, they just mentioned that he sued them multiple times. Did did they interview him, like, before they played together on stage? What was that, a year ago at that Kiss Expo? Did they interview who, Vinnie Vincent? There's a huge, huge long thing here. I am not reading all this shit. No, I'm <laughs> asking if it's new or not. This is this is new. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the ball event must be something else. Gotcha. So I got a question for you guys. There's, there's been talk going around that once Kiss finally dies or, you know, becomes too geriatric to perform anymore or just comes to terms with their fears and desires that they'll just stick four other guys in the makeup and keep the kiss continuing on forever. That's what they said they might do. Yeah, is that something you guys will be hip to? or? Nah. I will check it out. I'll check out the first album or first song or whatever they put out, but if it's not good, I'm out. Pretty well, much. I think it'd just be a touring thing by that point. I don't think they'd ever record new music, would they? I, I don't know. Nah, I, I would think they would just make it a live spectacle, maybe like movies or some dumb crap like that, but right. I I don't know that they would necessarily want them recording new music. Sis, Simmons is real tight-assed about that and what needs to sound like Kiss, and so is Paul Stanley. Hmm. I don't see them re- relinquishing songwriting control just because it after their eventual death, then they won't even be able to oversee it. Well, Simmons would still write all the music. He'd still get the publishing rights, but yeah, if they did do something like that. But um, I I wouldn't be interested in it, man. I mean, that's basically just rock and roll Disney at that point. Well, I mean, they already are. More yeah. Or less. <laughs> Too late for that. They can't get away with it like, uh, like Guar, you know. Because Guar's had so many people in and out of that band. There's, there's literally nobody original in that band anymore. The no, one guy who Gwar, was, he's dead. So. I mean, yeah, Guar's about the characters, too. But. And even with their last album, they kind of proved that they can still, you know, do it. So, Well, Quiet Riot's still doing it, so. Never yeah. Ain't no original members there. <laughs> Is that a new band? Yeah, it's never, a new band. Never heard of them. Actually, speaking of, let's just segue right into Condition Critical. Check these guys out. I'm going to throw my plug in there. Go ahead. Condition Critical from Jersey. You should uh, check them out and and uh, tell us what you think down in the comments. Yes. Leave us comments because uh, we don't have many comments. So please, leave us comments. If you're talking to us on Facebook right now, I'm not looking. I'm sorry. But leave us comments in the YouTube in the tube yeah. of you, please. Many comments. Many comments. Oh, one thing I did want to mention uh, before we leave with this Vinnie Vincent thing is uh, that speedball jam I mentioned last week that he's doing mm-hmm. that, he, that he probably won't show up to. Each VIP ticket is $300. I'd bet. 
I mean, if he actually showed up, I'd pay it. I'd be there for that spectacle. Yeah, I mean, it. If if somebody good was backing it, I would pay it. But I just I don't trust him to show up, man. <laughs> if it was Fleischman and and Frank Benali and Dana Strum or something, just throwing those names out there, mm. I'd pay three hundred dollars just to see that shit show. I would. Well, you, you know, the thing about that is Fleischman has said he would work with him again if the price was right. So, get this shit. I just saw this one autographed item. This is, you know, what you will get for the $300 ticket. No guitar, no guitars, uh, parts, accessories, or musical instruments, parts or accessories. And, uh, but then it also has here. Guitars, parts, and musical instruments will each be autographed for an additional five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I paid nine hundred to pee in uh, Alex Van Halen's biffy. So <laughs> Jesus Christ, five hundred dollars. That's insane. Just for him to sign your own your own part. thing. <clears throat> How much did he charge you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Booyah. How much, did he, how much did he charge? Did he charge you anything? To, how what? Oh, I don't remember you what don't he remember? was for. Probably something like 50 bucks. Wow. It was nothing outrageous. No wonder why it was so cheap. God damn. That sucks. I always think of you. Every time I see Vinny Vincent now, I just think of you all the time. Sorry. Still love that first record and his work in Kiss. I like both the albums. Both the oh, I like I like both of them, but uh, the first one's another record I consider a perfect ten. I love that album. Uh, Fastway and Vinny Vincent uh, Invasion, huh? Yep. Another two albums I'd never heard. Wow. Yep. I can tell me about it. No, I was just saying the gears are turning. Now we got a oh. album versus album. Album versus album. There you go. And the last news is uh, this kind of ties in what actually was with what was supposed to happen to, today was uh, we were supposed to have an interview with uh, someone from Queensrÿche, but that's going to be rescheduled. We know how that works out, right, Greg? Yep. Yeah. They never get back. <laughs> no. Uh, Jeff Tate has no plans to work on music for the foreseeable future. He's giving it up a little. He's giving it a little bit of a rest, which is good because the albums that he's put out has been terrible. Yeah, I was gonna say too bad he didn't take a bow before he made an ass of himself. But you know, <laughs> actually, I can't he... believe one of my heroes, Rudy Sarzo, had anything to do with that. I couldn't believe a lot of people were on that first Queensryche album of his. That was, like, unbelievable. And then they redid some of the Queensryche songs, and they were just terrible sounding. Even, like, to have the people, like, those are well-known people to be doing those songs and then performing it so terribly. It's just like, why would you even put your name on that? (sighs) Yeah, that that was pretty (laughs) awful. It was. So we won't have to hear that for a while. 
He's cool. actually, uh, yeah, he's actually working with. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard of the band Avantasia. I throw a name at you guys that you probably don't know. I've heard of them. Oh, I've heard of them. Damn. It's like fairy metal or something, right? Yeah, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. It's uh, rock rock opera, <clears throat> yeah. kind of like uh, Meatloaf. I was right. <laughs> but he's he's uh, on tour with them, so he's busy. Right. <sighs> Good for him. Yeah. Hey. Oh, and actually, he's doing something else with some other band. Uh, I saw somebody mention something about it, and, and I, supposedly it sounds a lot better than what he was doing before, so well, we'll see. Huh. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you this about Jeff Tate real quick. I saw him uh, do the Operation Mindcrime uh, with Queensryche. It must have been right at the end of their relationship or whatever. Hmm. But uh, it was a theatrical version of Operation Mindcrime. Mm-hmm. And he came out and did Eyes of a Stranger in a in a straight jacket. Right. And he had his microphone tucked, you know, in the sleeve of his of his uh straight jacket. Mm-hmm. And he was singing all the high notes going, Wow, like this and I'm like, how can anybody hit those high notes in a straight jacket? Nah. I mean, it was impressive. I was yeah. literally impressed and that's how I want to remember Jeff Tate. Right. Yeah, he's he's one of the top metal vocalists, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't want to think the, about all the craziness. I don't even no. when those posts come up, I don't even look at them, you know. Yeah, that that was that was really tough. Like when all that shit was going on, especially with them, because right. they they're always like a quiet band. They always seemed like to be down to earth and pretty grounded, you know. In there, and then fifteen years of shit dump, right? I mean, it's been a yeah. it's been garbage ever since. Yeah. And I like the new Queens Rake a lot. Yeah, I mean with Todd Latore. Yeah. yeah, definitely. If uh, if anybody's listening, I love that new album. <laughs> you love to Watch listen to it back. straight all the way through, Watch right? the back, back to front. I'll listen to it all over again. <laughs> That's too funny. <clears throat> That's right. You heard that Michael Wilton and then Todd Latore, or if that's how you even say your last name, I don't know. I think it's Latore, actually. Latour. I'm uh, actually being honest. I like that album. <clears throat> Yeah. I do too. I do too. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's a good album. I do too. All right. Are you ready for your uh, story of the week, Sax? Let's do it. All right. Here's your intro. I'm going to make a video for this at some point. Cool. But right now we'll just have music. Hey, kids. Everybody gather around. It's time for Stories with Uncle Saxon. Am I on? You're on. Go ahead. Sweet. All right, so the year is, again, I believe 1986. I'm working at a joint downtown Minneapolis called the Slice New York with the pizza joint. And I only work Friday and Saturday nights because that's what you do when you're 16. You take all the, the shit, you know, uh, shifts. And uh, 2 o'clock in the morning, we were right down the street from a bar called the Gay 90s. It was maybe half a block away. Mm-hmm. And uh, it got very colorful at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> very colorful. I mean, we had so much fun. I'd be out. I'd be in the back, you know, scrubbing the pans and chopping the salamis and you know all this stuff. Uh, four o'clock in the morning, um, you know, that's when things would close down and we put the chairs on the tables and everything. Well, this particular night, uh, a guy named Colin that was working with us, you know, college kids, mm-hmm. came back and um, he got me a little tootled up, if you know what I mean. 
Gotcha. Uh, he got me very tootled up. <laughs> gotcha. And I'm back there doing my business, and finally I get all the pans put away, and it's just a little, you know, little kitchen area in the back. And I go back out into the front of the store, and it's, it's completely dark. Mm-hmm. All the chairs are put up. I go check the doors. The doors are locked. All of a sudden, this music starts playing, and I'm going to, hopefully you can hear this. Okay, this is a song that was playing over the PA at the time. Remember, I'm high as shit right now. I mean, So I'm stumbling around Jesus Christ. the front of the shop. I'm trying to get out. I go to the back door. Everything's locked. Everything's put up. Everything's clean. And all of a sudden, I hear this giggling. And I'm like, what the shit? I'm just losing my mind at this point. 16-year-old Johnny, hair out to here, spiked leather, you know, all the anarchy shit, thinking I'm just the toughest kid on the block. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. <laughs> I look up on the second floor, and they had a little office up there, little manager office, with a, a, a window about one foot by one foot. Mm-hmm. I just see four college kids' faces pointing and laughing at me. <laughs> 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 and that was from a band called Scraping Fetus Off the Wheel. Oh, nice. And uh, I'll never forget that. So that's, uh, an, you know, abbreviated uh, Uncle Saxon's True Life Story. Wow. That'd be funny if it, uh, it there was no way there and it just popped on. Well, I was scared. <laughs> show, show you that. See my hairs? You're scared Ooh. of this planet? That song did give me the creeps. Yeah. That would have scared the shit out of me. Now I need an outro for your <laughs> story. <laughs> that was the Uncle Saxon story of the week. <laughs> Uh, anything else? No. Nope. You both shook your head at the same time. Great. <clears throat> Can't plan that. Best ever. All right. Best episode ever. It is. This hey, is. Shirt, by the way, Dragon. Huh? Oh, thank you. I thought yeah. we were going to do that at the end. Oh yeah. Um, what are you wearing today? Well. What are you fucking stand up? Never heard of them before. They a new band. No, they're one of the forerunners of the new wave of British heavy metal. And let me tell you about the new wave of British heavy metal and a little band called Diamond Head, real quick. (laughs) (laughs) I will be here all day. (laughs) We do have to do a show on them one day. They are really good. By the way, it's uh, Mantis and Abaddon, and 
not uh, Kronos. That's with Venom Inc. So it's everybody but Kronos. Oh, yeah. At it backwards. At backwards. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Now I really want to see that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm wearing a band called Pigpen out mm-hmm. of Tampa, St. Petersburg area. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, getting on stage with them one time, and a uh, huge macaw flew up and landed on my shoulder as I was screaming out some Bob Marley lyrics. <laughs> I got pictures. I'll show them to you sometime. All right, sounds good. Oh, I'm wearing Guns N' Roses. End of story. All right. What's tonight's album? Albums. Well, the first is the self-titled EP by Maniacal Force, a local Minneapolis death metal band. Mm-hmm. And the thrash second... death metal. What's that? Kind of thrash death. Death thrash. That, to me, that's just old school death metal. I mean, that's what right. I think metal should sound like. Benediction, obituary, death, massacre. <clears throat> it's very Morris sound, and so is Gate Creeper, really. That's probably why I like them both so much. But anyway, the second album is uh, the new album, Terrible Things by Ink, Indestructible Noise Command, classic uh, New York underground thrash band. Oh, they're from New York. Yep. yep. No, no wonder why I like them. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, even well, we'll do, I'll get into that second, but uh, talk about Maniacal Force first. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, they're getting ready to uh, do a new recording. When we saw them live at the Hexagon, they actually played a couple uh, other songs that uh, were upcoming, and it was all great, great live energy. But uh, this is an awesome EP, man. I love this every is... song on it. This is the EP with the gas mask on the front, right? Correct. All right, I'm just want to get the picture up. <clears throat> Continue. Uh, great riffs, great leads. I love the way the songs are set up. Um, Beaten Senseless and Bring Him to the Chair, I think, are two classic songs. Great stuff. I like every song on it, but those two are my favorites. Yeah. And Radiation Sickness. Yeah. There you go. Maniacal Force. EP. Out now. Where can people get it? Um, From the band. From their Facebook, I believe. Nice. Maniacal Force Facebook. Yep. We shall link them to that. They're real cool guys. I've had the opportunity to hang out with a few of them. Hopefully in the future we can get an interview from them because I'd really like to talk to them about what they got to coming up and their influences and whatnot because the whole ep is very morris sound right down to the production of it i mean it really evokes feelings of death's leprosy yeah it's very well done i mean the leads could definitely be a little bit crazier but you know it's only their first ep and that's why i'm excited to see what's coming up next that's cool it's a their new band yeah uh I listened to it. You know, I'm not a big fan of uh, <clears throat> this death metal stuff. But I did like the music itself. The music's cool. I just wish the vocals, you know, weren't death metal. But it is what well, it is. That's what they like to do. So. They're guttural, but I figured you'd actually like it. Because, I mean, they're guttural, but you can understand the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely more understandable than uh, uh, Crypt Keeper was. I mean, Gatekeeper. Gate creeper. 
<laughs> That's why I liked it because uh, that that the vocals made it more thrashy than death metal in my ears. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. death metal I can't understand and thrash metal I can and I could understand what Maniacal Force was saying. Yeah. John, uh, Uncle Sex, sorry. You like this uh, EP? I did. I did. Yeah. I liked it a lot. And um, But, you know, I even if I didn't, I'd probably say I did just because they're from <laughs> Minneapolis and I'm such right. a homer. But I actually really did. And uh, speaking of Minneapolis, they're playing Mortimer's on May 21st. Uh, Madison, and then St. Louis, Columbia, Missouri, and Iowa City, Iowa that week. So go see them. I was just going to mention that because I saw you say something to Greg the other day about mentioning the show. Oh, we're going. (laughs) Yep, definitely going. Very cool. uh, I think I got STS that night, so. Well, probably doesn't start until 9, so. True enough. Yeah. Yeah, plenty of time. Zoop and zoop. down the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say? Are you gonna do sound effects for everybody's actions now? I, I'm I'm working on making a soundboard. Yes. <laughs> oh, by by the way, John, that uh, that video I sent of that guy dancing to the safety dance. I'm gonna do that Friday night. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Marissa Carlson will love it. When you, you go to the, when you go to these shows, you got to get some video. Right. Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. There's got to be moments where nothing incriminating happens. Ah, who cares? Who's watching the show anyway? It's just going to be like two and a half hours of, of dragon hitting on chicks. So. Yeah, that's know. fine. That's all right. Getting phone numbers, scoring big time. That's all we need. We just need some footage for the show. All right. Well, until I get too hammered, then I just start talking about Voivod and Blue Rooster Cult. <laughs> <laughs> Not stay back far until four in the morning. <laughs> just stay away from the strobe lights, please. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. No good for you. All right, so Maniacal Force, let me put that album up again. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Not my cup of tea, but I do. Uh, I do enjoy the music. The music's very good. And, uh, you know, they're a cool band, you know. Great new band. I have my copy. Get yours. <laughs> I just, I had the picture up in front of you, so nobody saw you. It's only $5. See? Can't go wrong with that. You can't get great raw death metal for $5 anymore? No, you can't. You'd be a fool not to buy it. Yeah, you would be. <laughs> get a bad sticker with it. Think of all the what things you could buy. <laughs> Don't be stupid, stupid. Don't be stupid. Hey, oh. <laughs> uh, think of all the pointless things you could buy with $5, and you could buy something like that album and be a lot happier. You could buy half a pack of smokes with that. You could. Yeah. Or you could just go to Starbucks and be as disappointed in your coffee as you are in your life. But instead of that, why not be happy and get a great death metal EP? That's right. And then go to Starbucks and crank it up for all your Starbucks patrons to appreciate. That's right. And then when they ask you what name, what's your name, and they put, and you say Maniacal Force, and they write Maniacal Force on your Starbucks cup. Ooh, that reminds me of a story. Go ahead. <laughs> it's actually a very short one. Um, 
back in the back in back in the day, I stole. Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. I got it all. Hold on a second. Yeah, so what would have taken about five minutes is now going to take ten. Yeah. <laughs> would have taken about 30 seconds, actually. Hold on. Well, you know, father time over here. Once I know. Perfect, even though he never gets anything right. You want to talk about an enigma real quick. Shut up. <laughs> Don't talk about my friend Wayne like that. That's right. Me and John are tight now. Hey, kids, everybody gather around. It's time for Stories with Uncle Saxon. Go ahead, John. Uncle Saxon. Um, I stole a seat bus off of a city bus, and it was like, I <laughs> see Knuckle. Dragon just laughs at all this stuff because he already knows these stories. <laughs> <laughs> so I stole a seat bus, you know, and one that was in the very back. Right. It was good three and a half, four feet long. I just picked it up. It was loose. I picked it up and took it off the bus with me. And I had all my friends that came over, all my all my girlfriends, all my lovers, all my one-night trysts. Yeah, use that. <laughs> uh, everybody would sign it, you know? And I had that seat bus for like three years. Uh, I lost that along with Roger's shoe. You know, I, everything goes away at some point in life, but... Yeah, I had a lot of really cool memorabilia on that seat bus, man. It was sitting in my closet, you know, on its on its end, and people signing it. It was legendary. Wow, Uncle Saxon's seat bus. Wow, and that concludes Uncle Saxon's second story. That's what I meant. Bus seat. Wait, I know what you meant, and I think everybody else knows what you meant too. <sighs> We're just gonna have to have a whole other show with just your stories on. We could do that. We could do that. We could. We'd have to put the NC-17 uh, label on it, for sure. That's, we could yeah, that. we could just record me and you talking one night. Me and Dragon actually had a uh, whole uh, idea of doing comedy at some, some stand-up joint we could probably get recorded. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Do it up. All right. Album number two. Indestructible Noise Command. Terrible Things. Terrible Things. Yep. Very cool album. I like this. This one I do like a lot. Not only because now that I know they're from New York, which is funny I didn't know because, you know. Yeah, I'm surprised, actually. Where in New York, do you know? That I don't know. Well, it could be upstate New York, so. Yeah, Syracuse. Oh, so there, there you go. Cool part of New York. What? No. It's all part of New York. <laughs> I just made that up. I don't know what part of New York they're from. I think Oh, you tell. Oh, you just you you broke the show's factual, uh, you know, inputs. Good. <laughs> Easy enough. Mm. Sorry, everybody. Shows. This show has a lot of false, false stories in it tonight. Anyhow, oh, it was two statements. I know. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, it's a good indestructible record. noise command. Yes, it's a very good record. Um, I, I I did write down some notes on this one. Go right ahead. I'll not nothing, nothing lengthy, lengthy, lengthy. What did I write? Oh. 
Have you ever uh, ever heard of the band uh, Hardcore Superstar? Yes. Heard of, yes. Yes. Uh, they sound very similar to these guys. Except mm. these guys are a lot thrashier, obviously. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, the vocalist sounds very similar to the guy from Hardcore Superstar. They're from Queens, by the way. Okay. Wow, interesting. Um, but yeah, they, the vocal sounds very similar. Even the music, like the way it's produced and everything, sounds very similar to the band. But this, uh, this band, what the hell's the? It's the Ink, but what the hell's the name? Of it? Indestructible. Indestructible noise, noise command. Yeah, they sound they're a lot, a lot heavier, way heavier, uh, a lot thrashier. Which uh, I, apparently I like a lot of thrash bands, and I didn't really realize that. Uh, oh, my brother. Yeah. I mean, it I do breaks. listen to a lot of thrash. Hey, I do listen to a lot of thrash, but not as much as I thought I did. I'm more of like a power metal guy, but I'm kind of getting out of, out of that, you know. This uh, has some power metal moments. It does. That's why I think I like it, because it's got a little bit of a mix of everything that I listen to, which is cool. Uh, like I said, the production sounds really cool. It's very Everything's very clear, like the instruments and everything. My only one complaint is that... Um, uh, I guess like the production's like a little too precise because I hate like it, that second song when they're like doing that break and it just goes so silent. Yeah, you know? and it's that's so fake to me. I hate when you hear it on albums. I, I know people want to get you know productions down like perfect, but well, I like to hear the state of technology these right. days. You can't. I don't even think you can replicate what they did on Razorback or The Visitor. Yeah. You know that was no. they got together after twenty years and. The technology was just different. You can't, can't. I mean, you can go back to the old soundboards from back in the day and try and get some of that, but you know, it's just uh, just impossible to recapture that 1987-88 uh, thrash sound. Right. You can't do it. Well, they did pretty close on this album. I yeah. did. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm just being yeah, because it's just like updated version, which is you know sounds good. Well, yeah, that's what I liked. Uh, the most about it you know it's basically modern classic new york thrash yeah. yep. uh, ca- sounds kind of like what anthrax was going for in the 90s almost yeah. but mm-hmm. better and much yeah. thrashier and there's yeah. good riffs uh, well i'm just talking production wise i mean yeah. the production's always going to be crystal clear now and you can't really do much about that yeah i d- i don't care for that but i mean I'm getting used to it, I guess. Mm. Yeah, which is I'm I'm shocked because sometimes you know when you do listen to you you know when you bring bands uh, for us to review, I notice most of your bands sound underproduced. Yeah, and then That's once in, like it. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah, once in a while you you show these bands that are like overly produced. I'm like, wow, how's you know how does he like these these kind of bands too? Which is interesting to me. <clears throat> Balance is the spice of life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah i'm definitely a fan of this album <laughs> we're not talking the van halen album either <laughs> oh god no i'm definitely a fan of this band i'm gonna buy this album definitely gonna buy it is this the only album that they have or do they have Ooh, their first they were, this is a reunion out. kind of thing they started really? reunion 2010 wow yeah. how long have they been uh, around 80s Mid 80s. Are you serious? And I've never heard of these guys. Well, they must have busted up after the visitor, which was 88. 
Yeah. So it took them 22 years to record another EP after that. So it was definitely a, a revival uh, movement, and people dug them. And now they put out uh, one, two, three, three albums since then. So really, yep. This is the first one, though. I mean, I really, oh. really like this record, but this is the first oh, one they've done since the reunion that I really, truly enjoyed. You know, they kind of had this annoying Pantera vibe going on that they pretty much dropped here. I didn't hear anything he said. My sound just went, went off. I, I agree. Um, I liked the Heaven Set uh, album because that was the first one I got after the reunion. And uh, I was just psyched that they were recording again, you know? Yeah. Me too. That under, one... These guys are underground legends uh, yeah. as far as that goes. I'm definitely going to have to check out more of this stuff. I like uh, the first two albums from like... the 80s. Is that I stuff like easy the... to come by? No. No, it's all, oh, man. I mean, you YouTube it or whatever, but uh, I think I sold. Did I sell you that uh, Razor, or, uh, Razorback album? Right? No. Mm-mm. Must have been Mezendahl then. I think it was, Dan. Yeah. What were you saying, Greg, before I rudely interrupted you? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> so it was something about one of their albums. Oh, Black Her Serenade, the one that uh, precedes this. That one I liked. Mm. You know, that was like baby steps getting better. But this is full-blown New York thrash, man. Yeah, yeah. Are they the original members from before, or are there different members in this band now? Three of them are the original members. The bass player and the drummer are different. But they've been playing with them, I think, since the reunion. So. Oh, okay. So they're basically... 22-year gap. They're basically original members. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I can go with. That's fine. Drummers don't matter anyway. <laughs> But um, this album has some really great riffs on it. Unfortunately, I don't have it sitting in front of me, so I can't name all the songs I liked a lot. But <laughs> yeah, I I would, but um, I like the whole album, so I would just say I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get it. Hell yeah! Just a taste. Just a taste. Just got if a you like that, you're going to like the whole album, man. Definitely. Go out and buy it, kids. Yeah, it's definitely. It's available on Amazon. Um, you can Maybe we should get them. Spotify. Uh, are you friends with them on Facebook? Um, I follow them. I don't know if I'm friends with them. But, you know, they did this whole thing just themselves, funding from the uh, band. It's self-released, so... Get out there and buy it and support them. Yeah, Yeah, we should post links to uh, how to get a hold of these bands, man, because that would be pretty pretty cool if you ask me. Well, on our on our website, any band that's been mentioned on this show, if you go to the band section, I think that's what I have band section at the top. Everything that we've done on this show is there, and I link it to their website. Oh, cool! Awesome. I'm uh, still working on I it. So watch the YouTube. I always watch the YouTube version. So, well, you know what? You can watch the YouTube version. You can watch the Facebook version. You can watch the Twitch version. 
We're also on DLive, which I have no idea what it is. I just found it one day and I added us to it. <laughs> you can listen to us on uh, iTunes. You can listen to us on Stitcher and on Spotify. And I think that's it for now. I'm going to need all those links to get my my minions to start, uh, you know, flooding the interweb ways, yeah. waves. And, uh, yeah, Tell, we'll cover the earth at some point. Please subscribe to everything. Uh, leave comments. Um, what else was I going to say? Visit our website. Oh, this this uh, thing that I have on the screen here. Oh wow! I even I didn't even notice the uh, outline that we have on the my, the border that we have on around us uh, is the wrong time. This ah. is an old, old border. Hey, we do not go a show without some kind of mishap. Yep. <laughs> Oops. This is the glory of rat salad review. Yep. We're usually on Wednesdays at nine. Uh, that says seven. <laughs> we, we we ought to just use confusion. By Angel Witch is the background music for the intro. Just the chorus part, the little riff. Confused. <laughs> for the uh, podcast version, remind me and I will do that. Sure. Um, yeah, let's not use Borg by Death Angel. No. Angel Witch, confused, much better. Yeah, no, definitely. That's actually another reason why maybe you want to listen to the podcast version because I add some little songs in between things and uh at the end i usually put whatever band we have on uh at the end i put one of their songs on so that's the uh yeah so that's a little you know incentive to go listen to the podcast don't we have a little uh radio thing too where we do that's just kind of random whenever we feel like doing it nice and you're more than welcome to do it yourself if you want to because sometimes i just don't really have time for it Fuck yeah, Saxon for fucking six straight hours. You want it? You got it! You want to do it 24 hours, go right ahead. (laughs) Just let us know when you're doing it, that's all. I got, uh, I don't have a job. (laughs) Don't need a job. I'll give you all the information. I could, um, I can email you all the basic files you'll need through that we transfer, Saxon. Oh yeah, that's... I could help you set it up this weekend. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, do it. There you go. You crashing Keep... on Friday or what? Yeah. I, okay. I would... oh. <laughs> All right, man. All right, sounds good. All right, well, I think that's it for tonight. All right. Anything else? Another amazing 47 minutes of pure entertainment. It's 47 minutes. Yeah, and it's all for free. <laughs> for now. Once we hit 100 subscribers, that's it. I'm charging everybody. We're going for 69. 69, dudes. All right. Until then, everybody. Oh, actually, one thing. I do this every time before we leave. Next week, we have an interview. Do you guys know who? Steel Steel Profit. Steel Profit. You got it. Yeah, baby. Steve Kaczynski. The guitarist. Oh yeah. Yep. He will so be on that. Yep. He will be on next week. So please cool. join us. They have a really good new album out, and you guys must check it out. And we will be talking about that it. Show. Sure. What's that? I'm pimping the shit out of that show. Yeah. That'll be a good one. 
So we ought to see if we can interview Ink at some point. I said, uh, I said before. We will talk about that after the show's over. Goodbye. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining. <laughs> see you next week. Bye. <laughs> uh, where the hell's the outro? Oh, here it is. <clears throat> I wish I'm terrible things, terrible things